Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Let's get it. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and breaking news. Crypto News Alerts is now officially in Espanol. That's right. The channel can be found at espanol.cryptonewsalerts.net. All clips are 100% dubbed in Espanol with closed captioning available in Spanish, English, German, Dutch, and Hindi. Let's get it. Also breaking news, ex-BlackRock director says the SEC will approve all the spot Bitcoin ETFs within the next three to six months. Can you say supply shock? Let's get it. Also, Max Kaiser quoting him here. Bitcoin is about to become the world's monetary standard. $220,000 per Bitcoin short term in play. Send it. We'll also be discussing the latest with Bitcoin still beating the U.S. dollar versus eggflation. I'll be breaking down the latest Fed data as well as the latest update from former FTX CEO Sam Bankman Freed as his trial commences day three in court. We'll also be discussing Volcano Energy launching the first Bitcoin mining pool in El Salvador, which is a pretty big deal, as well as the BitMEX founder, Arthur Hayes, projects a $750,000 to $1 million Bitcoin price by the year 2026. Quoting him here, I think it'll be the biggest boom in financial markets we have ever seen in human history. Preach. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone to pod episode number 1422. I'm your host, JV. Today is October 5th, 2023. Massive shout out to everyone in the live chat. Let me know where you're tuning in from. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. So let's kick off today's show with our market watch as we do here each and every day. We can see overall the crypto market correcting back in the red, but Bitcoin holding on to around that 27,500 mark. We also have Ether trading just above $1,600 and checking out coinmarketcap.com. We're currently sitting at $1.08 trillion as far as the market cap with roughly $28 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance on the rise on the cusp of smashing. 50%, currently at 49.7%, with the Ether dominance on the decline at 18%. How high do you think that Bitcoin dominance is likely to rise this cycle? Let me know. Do you think 60%, 70%? I'll let you boy. And checking out the SOT 100, 
crypto gainers of the past 24 hours. Ton coin leading the pack up 6%, trading above two bucks, followed by the trust wallet token, which is trending according to coin market cap, up 5%, trading above 93 cents, followed by Ave up about 4%, trading at $67.77. Which altcoins are you currently most bullish are? Drop the name in the chat. And as you can see here, the top 100 gainers for the past week, mostly a sea of red, with the biggest losers being XRD, Ape, and Gala, and the biggest gainers being Tuncoin and Trust Wallet token. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 49, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 50, last week a 44 in fear, and last month a 40 in fear. So there you have it. How many of you have been taking advantage of this recent dip as we currently are in October? Let me know, fam. And now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. And again, welcome to y'all just joining us. I appreciate you tuning in to the live show. Bitcoin rejected at 28,000 after the October 5th Wall Street Open as a return towards the six-week high failed. As you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, uh, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView followed Bitcoin price action as the bulls attempted to match the levels from earlier in the week. This encountered problems just above that 28,000 level. However, with the subsequent hourly candle sending the market down up to 700 bucks or uh, 2.5%, commenting on the status quo, we have material indicators who shared the following. If you didn't see this rejection coming, then you might want to evaluate your tools because both TA and trend precognition indicated a high probability of a rejection. He also shares that doesn't mean we won't see another attempt because we probably will. Now, he also says so far the key moving averages are serving as strong technical resistance and support. Breaking this range to the upside is a possibility for this month. If it happens, a lot of people are going to get wrecked along the way. He also points out a close above the 200-week moving average would fuel the bullish hopium. Puff, puff, pass. How many of you want to take some hits from the hopium bong? Do it up. <laughs> a close between the 21-week moving average keeps Bitcoin range in between 25 and 28 until something breaks. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Others were more optimistic, quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Van de Pop, who says Bitcoin's ready to tackle 30,000 resistance. He shares, few levels of importance for Bitcoin here, holding above 27,200 would be substantial for upwards continuation, but preferably is a retest at 26.7 to 26.9 before we'll continue to rally to 30,000. The sentiment flipped quite fast. Now let's discuss trader tapping the RSI for Bitcoin price bottom. Uh, quoting analysts right here, currently the RSI stands at 51. The patience is the key. We might be best for waiting for the RSI to drop below 30.35 to buy the dip. And he also uploaded a chart showing a classic sell signal, which you can see in your screen, coming at the start of October, implying a new buy signal could come next, forming a Bitcoin local low. But what are your thoughts, fam? Where do you feel the Bitcoin price 
that's likely to head next. Don't be a stranger. Let me know in the live chat. And as I mentioned earlier in the intro, Crypto News Alerts Espanol is officially live. That's right. You can now visit us at espanol.cryptonewsalerts.net. The channel looks like this. I just uploaded two videos this morning. And moving forward, there's going to be videos every single day dubbed in Espanol. So let's get it. And as well as the current show you're watching is also subtitled now in Spanish and all the major languages. So, you know, language shouldn't prevent anyone from getting orange pilled. And breaking news just coming in as well. Our next story of the day, ex-BlackRock director says the SEC will approve all the spot Bitcoin ETFs within the next three to six months. Now, it doesn't get much more bullish than that, considering we have a Bitcoin halving scheduled to take place in roughly six months time in April of 2024. So imagine getting the approval of the Bitcoin ETFs and the Bitcoin having in the same year, combined with a supply shock, game on, new all-time highs, incoming, just saying. So let's break this story down because this is a pretty big deal. Even Max responded to it. Bitcoin is about to become the world's monetary standard. 220,000 per Bitcoin short term in play. Send it and let's freaking go. So here's the story. Former BlackRock managing director, we all know BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, who now serves as the CEO of Market Vector Indexes, predicts the US SEC will approve a spot Bitcoin ETF within the next three to six months. He shared his estimate during a panel discussion on ETFs at CC Data's Digital Asset Summit in London, where he was joined by another ex-BlackRock director, Martin Bednall, and now CEO of Jacoby Asset Management. Now, his response came after Bendall earlier's comment that the SEC will probably approve all ETF apps simultaneously and doesn't want to give anybody the first mover's advantage, which had been rumored here recently in the market. Previously, the market vector CEO estimated approval would take 9 to 12 months. Still, he noted the SEC's recent decision to delay verdicts on several pending ETF apps deviates from their previous tactics. Now, Schnufield, if I'm pronouncing this dude's name right, noted that instead of rejecting the whole list, they asked for comments, which is a marginal but significant improvement in dialogue. There's also the Grayscale lawsuit, which we know, which the SEC lost, which means they will most likely have to allow the Grayscale Bitcoin trust to be converted into an ETF. Send it. That's going to be major, fam. Uh, Grayscale currently holds over 600,000 BTC, so game on. Now, BlackRock, the financial powerhouse currently managing just shy of $10 trillion in assets under management, is in a strong position to secure approval for the spot Bitcoin ETF through its pending application with the SEC. That is underscored by BlackRock's remarkable track record of getting the ETFs approved by the SEC with a success rate of 575 to 1, virtually meaning they've had 575 apps for ETS be approved by the SEC and only ever had one denied goes to show you the power of BlackRock. Now, the transformation in BlackRock's stance on crypto is noteworthy as CEO Larry Fink, Lawrence Fink, who once criticized Bitcoin, now acknowledges its potential as a digital alternative to gold. Now, during the panel discussion, we had Martin Bednall expressing confidence in BlackRock's ability to leverage its brand strength and resources, potentially giving it a first mover's advantage if the SEC begins approving those spot Bitcoin ETFs. So where are you at? No clear gear? Just saying. It's about time. Schnofield noted that his company conducted analysis suggesting that approving spot ETFs could lead to an inflow of 150 
to $200 billion entering into Bitcoin investment products over the next three years. And I think that's extremely conservative, fam. What are your thoughts? This influx of capital could potentially double or even triple the current assets under management and Bitcoin products. However, Schoenfield offered a more measured perspective to Bednall's suggestion. He emphasized BlackRock may strive to dominate the market, while several other firms are deeply committed to tradable digital assets, some of which have closer ties to the crypto ecosystem. He anticipated BlackRock may face significant competition in the space. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All I got to say is this, competition is a beautiful thing as the Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. Could you imagine every major asset manager that currently has a spot Bitcoin ETF application with the SEC being approved like a domino effect? Game on. Bring it. I love it. And the Bitcoin market of price, true price discovery is also going to enjoy that competition as well. So send it and let's go. Now let's discuss the latest between Bitcoin and the US dollar. Because interestingly, the strength of the dollar has been going up, but Bitcoin has been going up as well, whereas they're typically you know what I mean? Uh, there is an inverse correlation between the two. So let's break this baby down. Bitcoin is beating inflation better than the United States dollar, uh, duh, the U.S. Fed says. But unintentionally, in a blog post they just recently released comparing buying eggs with Bitcoin compared to dollars, still with surprising results. So here's some of the data uh, shared from the report, Bitcoin hodlers arguably may have better use cases for the Bitcoin holdings than buying eggs. But that is the topic of a dedicated Fed blog post that attempts to demonstrate Bitcoin's uncompetitive buying power versus the dollar. Sure. <laughs> Believe nothing the Fed says, fam. To do so, its anonymous author measured the price of a dozen eggs in Bitcoin and U.S. dollars since January of 2021. Here's what they found. The price fluctuates quite a bit between 28.29 and 60.86 Satoshis, which is much more than it did for the U.S. dollar price. And they concluded, plus you need to add a Bitcoin transaction fee, which has been about two bucks lately, but can spike above 50 on occasion. Not using the Lightning Network, fam. Just saying we got layer two protocol calls available. Hopefully, if you were making this purchase with Bitcoin, you'd put many, many more eggs in your basket. Good Lord. The charts included nonetheless show that since reaching the peak in both currencies of December of 2022, the number of Satoshis required to purchase the same dozen of eggs decreased more than the equivalent in dollars, which I would expect. Bitcoin hodlers require 70% fewer stats for the purchase as of August of this year, the latest month for which the Fed available data tool versus 58% fewer dollars. Now compared with the start of 2021, egg cost is higher for both currencies, 39% versus 73% for the US dollar and Bitcoin. So respectively, the arbitrary timeframe comparison remains less than helpful. The price of eggs is a fraction of what it was during Bitcoin's last pre-having year of 2019. So eggflation seen in 2023 is a comparative blip on that landscape. And in dollar terms, the picture is one of a solid price increase. The average in mid-2019, for example, was barely above $1.20 per dozen or 40% less 
than now. Now let's discuss this ongoing recession looming at large. As reported, attention is focusing on the greenback this month as the U.S. dollar index balloons to new one-year highs as they continue to print. Actions by foreign states may seek to redress the imbalance as their currencies suffer, analysts suggest. While under the hood, the U.S. economy is showing those warning signs. Couldn't be any more clear. Recession in 2024 is becoming increasingly likely, with even the Fed's own data putting the odds at near 60 percent in September, while bond yields rocket in a fit of what is known as bear steepening. So there you have it, fam. Now, obviously, the purchasing value of the dollar is mathematically guaranteed to go down against the purchasing power of Bitcoin. So keep stacking them stats because inflation is a tax on the poor. And it's very, very unfortunate, but the middle class is being destroyed and there's just going to be those with and those without. BTC. I truly mean that. So start stacking them stats while you still can. Still a great opportunity to do so. You got Bitcoin at more than a 60% discount from that all-time high. We reached back in November of 2021 of 69,000. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss the latest updates regarding Sam Bankman-Fried and the trial, which uh, court commences today for day three. So here's the latest updates of what has been shared thus far. Here we go. Uh, reporters are on the ground in New York for the trial of former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried as the saga unfolds. Here are the latest updates. Here's a picture taken in front of the court building, bright and early, shared on X uh, this morning. A liability of $8 billion from Alameda to FTX was at the center of the prosecutor's cross-examination of Adam Yadidia, October 5th. Now, he is a close friend of uh, Bankman-Fried and was the developer at FTX. Good to know. He was also one of the 10 people to live in Bankman Freed's $35 million luxury resort in the Bahamas. And according to his testimony since early 2021, FTX used an Alameda account labeled North Dimension to deposit the user funds while facing difficulties opening its own bank account. The funds would be considered Alameda's liability towards FTX, which reached $8 billion in June of last year. And while he was aware of the funds sent to Alameda's account, he didn't see it as a concern when he first heard about it back in 2021. However, after learning about the liability amount in 2022, he voiced his concerns to Bankman-Fried during a tennis game. Interesting. According to him, Bankman-Fried said the debt should be settled between the companies within six months to three years. And you can see people taking photos outside of the courtroom here. Someone even has a sign that says unfair. Now, I trust Sam, Caroline, and others in Alameda to handle the situation, he said, answering questions from prosecution. Now, upon learning that Alameda was not only holding the funds, but using them to pay its debtors, he resigned in November of 2022. And while prosecutors used the case to illustrate how the companies were co-mingling funds, Bankman Fried's defense counsel sought to share the broader picture of FTX and Alameda's research uh, relationship with the jury. The defense highlighted FTX was growing fast with its leadership working on 10 hours a day during the 2021 bull market, including Bankman Fried, who oversaw several parts of the company at that time. The defense counsel also pointed out that he had been under several inquiries 
from prosecutors under an immunity order, meaning cooperation with prosecutors would protect him from facing any charges regarding his role at FTX. And according to Bankman Fried's defense, FTX's difficulties opening a bank account and its reliance on Alameda's North Dimension to deposit the funds were well known. And his friend said cross-examination will resume this afternoon in the federal courtroom in Lower Manhattan. Now, the first hours of Bankman Fried's trial offered a glimpse of the arguments of the Department of Justice and the former FTX CEO's defense, which will bring into court the coming weeks. After a jury selection in the morning, both parties gave opening statements to the 12-person jury present in the court. The Department of Justice, uh, Justice took a tough stance against Bankman Fried in its first statement, portraying the FTX founder as someone who deliberately lied to investors to enrich himself and expand his crypto empire, which seems to be precisely what he did. And according to the DOJ, Bankman Fried lied to the FTX customers and investors using Alameda as a key partner to steal customers' funds. Preach. At least they ain't holding no punches, a phrase that was frequently used during the opening statements. And you can see someone holding a sign here, SBF is evil. Now, as per the trial preview, the Department of Justice will focus on arguments on allegations that Bankman Freed misled customers, investors, and lenders regarding the safety of their funds while using Alameda to steal their money and influence politicians in Washington. The defense, meanwhile, brought arguments about SBF being a young entrepreneur who made business decisions that didn't work out. The defense did denied the existence of secret transactions between Alameda and FTX or a backdoor used to steal the customer funds. According to the previous arguments presented, all transactions were legitimate or made in good faith by Bankman Freed during the crypto market downturn and the subsequent collapse of FTX in November of 2022. The defense also highlighted the role of Binance in the bank run that led to the FTX collapse. Testimonies will continue throughout the day. And according to the defense, Bankman Freed assumed FTX was allowed to loan funds to Alameda as part of a business relationship with the market maker, and there was no secret door for transactions between the companies. Yeah, sure, sure, Bankman. Uh, prosecutors also noted Caroline Ellison, Gary Wang, and Nashad Singh will offer, uh, offer the jury insider details to Bankman Freed's role in FTX's operations and alleged crimes. However, the defense uh, appointed out that the cooperation agreement with the government, they were supposed to give testimony against Bankman Freed, raising doubts about their credibility. The defense downplayed the accusations against the nature of the relationship between FTX and Alameda, arguing that FTX's margin traders were aware of the risks associated with the transactions. Quoting them here, there was no theft, the defense claimed. It is not a crime to be the CEO of a company that files for bankruptcy. Uh, well, it is a crime to commingle funds and to steal your customers' funds for your own personal investments. I think that, my friend, is a fact. And let's fast forward here again. Uh, October 3rd, the trial all began with the jury selection, and we're going in on uh, full gear here uh, today. Bankman Freed was ordered to be jailed on August 11th after Kaplan found that his sharing of former Alameda Research CEO, Caroline Ellison's personal papers, amounted to witness intimidation. Alameda Research was a trading house also founded by Bankman Freed, and previously he had been under house arrest in his parents' home in Stanford, California on a $250 million bond. Uh, so anyways, fam, I mean, this story is going to be ongoing for the weeks ahead. I'll be keeping you posted with the latest developments. But how do you feel this is all likely to play out for the former FTX CEO? Do you think he'll just get a slap on the wrist at the end? Or do you think he's going to be serving some serious prison time as the max sentence they say could exceed 100 years in prison? Uh, there's quite a few felonies he is uh, being alleged of, uh, you know, guilty of. So 
we shall see how this plays out. Anyways, fam, now for breaking news coming out of El Salvador with Volcano Energy, and then we'll dive into the latest prediction from the BitMEX co-founder, Arthur Hayes, saying that the Bitcoin price will likely hit $1 million by the year 2026 and a brand new prediction never shared before here on Crypto News Alerts. But first, let's discuss Volcano Energy, shall we? Volcano Energy announced a strategic partner with Luxor Tech to launch Lava Pool, the first Salvadoran Bitcoin mining pool. The company is a startup focused on harnessing renewable energies for Bitcoin mining operations, and the country stated that it will only mine Bitcoin through this new pool. Volcano Energy, which came out of stealth mode in June, announced a tether-backed $1 billion investment and is building a 241-megawatt renewable energy mining facility in Metapon using solar and wind energy. Now, Lava Pool is another step towards building a fully integrated Bitcoin company, according to Volcano Energy's CSO, Gerson Martinez, who states here, our vision is to create a vertically integrated energy and Bitcoin mining company whose value is creative to investors and to all the Salvadoran citizens. Martinez emphasized that Lava Pool was an example of El Salvador's first mover's advantage as a nation state in the Bitcoin ecosystem. He also explained that another advantage that the country brings for establishing a Bitcoin mining pool is the existence of clear regulations, given that he considers El Salvador as the only country with the regulatory clarity and the business climate that provides stability and predictability for Bitcoin businesses. Now, Luxor, which operates as one of the top 10 Bitcoin mining pools, will provide Lava Pool participants with Bitcoin hedging strategies to mitigate losses in the case of market volatility. The company stressed that it supported the decentralization objective of El Salvador on this move, quoting their COO, Ethan Vera here. The ethos of Bitcoin mining revolves around geographical decentralization and the development of Bitcoin mining pool infrastructure in El Salvador will contribute to this goal. We are excited to partner with Volcano Energy to launch Lava Pool and support their mission in El Salvador and Latin America more broadly. Now, Volcano Energy had declared before that 23% of its net income would be paid to the Salvadoran government, reinvesting part of these profits into revitalizing the current power transmission and distribution infrastructure. So there you have it, fam. And massive shout out to Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert for making uh, Volcano Energy all possible. We all know it's going to take a few years uh, to set up shop to be able to use geothermal mining, which means using the energy from the volcano to mine the BTC. So right now they're using wind and solar and other clean energy sources. Uh, yeah, I think this is fantastic. As you know, uh, many countries in Latin America especially have access to volcanoes. So what Bukele is doing out there in El Salvador is going to lay the blueprint for the rest of the world, free energy, what better way to be mining some BTC? You know what I mean? With that being shared, fam, now for the latest from Arthur Hayes, the BitMEX uh, founder, followed by his $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. This was just recently in the news. He made an ex post on this just yesterday. I wanted to discuss this. U.S. Treasury yields are screaming higher. And with that, Hayes believes that a macroeconomic flashpoint is only a matter of time. The reason comes in the form of a so-called bear steepener, a phenomenon that that describes long-term interest rates rising more quickly than short-term interest rates. Why do I love these markets right now? When yields are screaming higher, bank models have no concept of a bear steepener occurring, he shared. Now, given the current steep rise in the uh, 2030 curve, the difference between the 30-year and the two-year yields combined with rising long and short-term interest rates, the pressure across the economy is rising. So due to the leverage and nonlinear risks embedded in banks, 
portfolios. They will be selling bonds or paying fix on IRS as rates rise. Now, more selling begets more uh, selling, which is no bueno for bond prices. The result should be clear, a return to mass liquidity injections counteracting the quantitative tightening since late 2021, which has pressured the crypto markets. So for Hayes, this cannot come without major casualties along the way. As he concludes here, the faster this bear steepener rises, the faster someone goes belly up, the faster everyone recognizes there is no way out other than money printing to save government bond markets. The faster we get back to the crypto bull market, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not wait. Now, separate data from TradingView shows the 30-year U.S. government bond yields hitting 5% this week, a first since August of 2017, before the global financial crisis we witnessed in 2008. Now, continuing the discussion, crypto analyst Philip Swift, creator of Statistics Resource, looking to Bitcoin, he shared his support for Hayes' prognosis alongside this chart. That would be, or what, I'm sorry, that would be the major catalyst for the Bitcoin bull market. He shared about the theoretical return to money supply expansion. Now, alongside the U.S., continues to add its record high national debt at an astonishing pace. Two weeks after the debt tally passed $33 trillion for the first time, the government increased its total by $275 billion in just a single day. As outlined here by Joe Consorti, total U.S. debt just rose to $275 billion in one day, the same amount as last month's total borrowing, yet unskilled military-aged foreign men are invading, violent criminals caught and released, open-air drug use, American culture in, in shambles, and you know, uh, and Samson Mao, quoting him here, that's something like 10 million BTC, and yet there are still people that are unsure if 27,000 is a good buy price. Preach. And now let's break down Arthur Hayes's $750,000 to $1 million Bitcoin price prediction for the year 2026. He just recently shared this, and this has never been shared before. The next Bitcoin cycle may lead to unprecedented price growth, at least according to the BitMEX founder, Arthur Hayes. Shout out to Just Blaze. Let's go. Yes, let's break it down. In a new interview, he shares his bullish outlook on the Bitcoin price, projecting a staggering 750000 to $1 million per coin for the leading crypto by 2026, less than three years out. Let's get it. In the interview, Hayes discusses several factors contributing to his optimistic Bitcoin price forecast, including Bitcoin's limited supply, the prospect of Bitcoin spot ETFs in major regulated markets, and geopolitical uncertainty. Hayes further emphasized the fundamental aspect of Bitcoin's fixed supply capped at 21 million coins. This scarcity, he believes, will drive increased demand as more investors seek to acquire a piece of the limited supply. That's right. And as I commonly share, there's less than 50 million millionaires in the world. There's only a finite limited supply of 21 million Bitcoin. That means not even half the millionaires on planet Earth can be considered a whole coiner. So let that sink in, fam, and keep on stacking them sats. Anyways, still, it's worth noting that Hayes positioned these comments within a larger bullish macroeconomic environment in which he projected all asset prices to increase. Quoting him here, I think it'll be the biggest boom in financial markets we have ever seen. In human history, Bitcoin will have a ridiculous price. NASDAQ will have a ridiculous price. The S&P will have a ridiculous price. Pick your stock industry, he said. And at the heart of his analysis, 
analysis is the idea that the central bank monetary policy will force the investors to buy up the assets at high interest rates again to become undesirable, quoting him here, as we get some kind of financial disturbance and people realize that real rates are negative. If governments are growing nominal at 5%, 5, uh, 10%, 6%, people at the market will start buying other stuff. Crypto is one of those things. And while Hayes is 1 million, price prediction for Bitcoin by 2026 may seem ambitious. His near-term projections are more muted, suggesting he sees Bitcoin being stuck in the $30,000 range for this year, with the possibility of a $70,000 Bitcoin price by 2024. This is more in line with other industry analysts who see fog as Sam Bankman-Fried's ongoing trial as leading significant headwinds. That said, in the end, Hayes's bullish outlook serves as a reminder of the ongoing evolution of the crypto landscape and the potential for Bitcoin to play a significant role in reshaping the future of finance. That is right. I mean, you're, you're calling it right here. I'm going to repeat one more time. I think this will be the biggest boom in financial markets we have ever seen in human history, quoting the one and only Arthur Hayes, projecting a $750,000 to $1 million Bitcoin price by the year 2026. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Arthur Hayes. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!